Zach, Zach, Drew, Drew, Zach. Zach is the uh, the editor in chief of Muscle Fitness. One of my really good friends, the guy that we launched this podcast with a year and a half ago. Zach, Drew Powell, I consider one of my closest friends. I mean, he's oh. he's literally one of my favorite human beings. He's one of us. I've got good light. Is this good light or does it look like I'm getting a suntan? You know what you need, Don? You need fort light. Like, that's what you need. You need to get into the fort with Drew. That's where the light exactly. is. Exactly. Look at the fort lighting. I got, I got disco balls. <laughs> Drew, I got, you know, I got a nightlight. Zach, you know what the best part is? Drew, Drew actually put that on his son. He lied. And he said, this is his son's fort. It's his fort. It's his fort he built. It. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not for his son. It's for him. It's for Drew. For me, yeah. Exactly. Hiding out. This is a new reality, right? So my son is in my daddy's chair, as we call it because he's doing his class work on Zoom. My wife is doing her yoga you know, videos out on the back porch. So this is the only spot I got left in the house. Oh man, so yeah, you maybe, might- Maybe we're onto something, Zach. It's the new normal, man. Fort, yeah, we gotta get into that fort. Maybe it's yeah. like reps from the fort. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have you know, Don, I just finished day two of the, the workout and my ass is on fire. Not a boy. I don't know how to what, take what, that. What workout was that? What, what did he do? <laughs> I moved back to LA, bro. True. What, what, what did he do? What, what did he have you do? So basically, you know, <laughs> I, you know uh, he, so I had, I have very limited stuff here at the house because I wasn't prepared to bunker down. I'm like, okay, what have I got? We've got an elliptical. We've got a weight bench. I've got a pair of 45-pound dumbbells and a pair of 25-pound dumbbells and uh, like a band. And, and that's it. So I'm like, okay, Don, what can I do with that? So he came up with a whole four-week program, uh, six days, and uh, I'm on day two now. And, uh, you know, it's like eight, eight, eight by eight. And uh, I, today I did it with the interval timer, which made it a lot harder because I kept myself honest. Drew's, I need to go on record. Drew's one of those guys, like Drew, Drew is part of the gym mafia. Drew, Drew is part of my gym crew. But Drew's very like, you know, Drew's an actor. So he's got to travel and he's got work and Cali and New York and, and all this stuff. But when Drew comes to town, He's one of those guys that could, you know, not lift. He'd be I'm like, when's the last time you worked out? I haven't seen you in three months. He's like, worked out with you three, three months ago. Three months and, ago. Then, and we might be like pressing or doing something and he'll get over to the bench and he'll start ripping like 300 pounds. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, he's just country strong, baby. He was like, just brute strong. I want your legs to be country strong. Let's start remembering yeah, yeah. that right now. So we- <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Don, do you remember That's the leg today. workout that he did today? Do you recall it or no? Yeah. Um, oh, really? Damn. Yeah. No. 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 I. I. I think what what I did with him because listen, Drew's Drew's crazy strong. So we have to make lightweights heavy. So what I what, what I did for Drew was I just cut down on the rest time. Drew's not a big cardio guy, so I'm like, all right, we we've, we've got these lighter weights. How do we make 45 pounds heavy? How do we make 25 pounds heavy? So I think I just ran him on an eight by eight with something with 15 to 20 seconds rest, and just trying to work on his capacity. I'm like, Drew, let's get your workouts done quickly. Um, let's, let's work up a sweat, but let's just like have some accountability. I want you to start logging everything and let you see how it goes. So I've been basically just playing basketball and tennis for the last two two years and lifting very infrequently, mostly when I travel or when I go back to New York. So this is the first time, like two days now. And the difference is what I forgot about when I worked out with you before, Don, is how you feel that burn for 24 hours. Like, you yeah. know, my, my upper body. So yesterday was upper body. So it was, you know, uh, what I did, uh, pressing, yeah, incline, uh, flies, um, a couple other things. And 
I'm still feeling that. Well, now, now I got to burn my whole body. It's One of the many things that makes Don so good at what he does is, is that he doesn't have this blanket approach. I know he's really, you know, he listens right. to, to the people and he, he makes sure that he, right. he creates something that works for them. And it's also malleable. But as an actor, do you have to be, you know, um, do you have to be able to fluctuate and like either look bigger or small, like just because of, of the role? And have you ever been turned down for a role because you Good haven't question. been a specific size? Oh my God, all the time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. It's not just size. It's like, you know, your whole physical presence comes into the room and you get judged on that as much as on your acting, uh, way more than I would like to admit. So, but to your question, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I'm always going to be a big guy. That's who I am. And, and once I figured that out in my career and then embraced that, I was like, okay, now, now I know, where, you know, where, 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 you know, my sweet spot is. Like, I, I want people like Drew, like, it's my goal like, for you, at, you know, 80, when we're 80 years old together, like, yeah, dude, let's get a workout. Let's feel good. Let's, let's, let's live the later li uh, years of our life at, at a level of quality. And that's, that's really what my, what my goal is. And at the moment, it has to be to prepare someone for that role, but at what cost? I'm not right. going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lead someone down a path of having them get on something to what, put on an extra five to 10 pounds. Like, it won't even show up on the screen anyway. Like, yeah. who, who gives a shit? You know what the screen does to people's bodies. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's lucky behind. that you think that way, Don. Like a lot of people would just be like, yeah, I know where to get it. And then not even think about like cancer cells and things like that. So like, that's again, one of the things, you know, you think you're, you're thinking steps ahead rather than just like thinking of that quick fix. You know what I mean? I just think people should own it, Drew. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think like I have a friend of mine, incredibly smart, doctor strength coach and he admits it he's like yeah i would never have gotten his strength he's he's strong on a different level than than i will ever be and he says yeah no i, I got to this i want to be one of the strongest powerlifters in the world and for me to do that i have to take performance enhancing drugs and and he and he owns it and he talks about that openly and that i respect because this is this is a path that someone decided to take right that they're doing for their and they and they accept it and they're comfortable and they know what the possible outcome could be but they're owning it look i I, frankly, I didn't have a great opinion of trainers, personal trainers, at the, at, at, until I met Don because I had just met a lot of guys, particularly out here, that were not didn't know what they were talking about. They're much more interested in chasing tail, and and you know it wasn't not a bad thing. Kind of like yeah, you know. And then I met these guys at, at Drive, and I was like, oh, this is a totally different game. And number and the, the you you hit the nail on the head, which was it wasn't one size fits all. On IMDb, your first. Uh your first credit is uh, on the TV series Popular and you were Bouncer. Do you remember that? Is, is that your first one? Is that your first role? No, it's funny that that's the first one. My first job ever was on Malcolm in the Middle and I'll never forget <laughs> that. And the audition was, I'm supposed to be looking down the hall and then I say, coming on the floor, 10 hut, and I salute. Because I was in the military school with Francis. <laughs> Sorry. I get the producer session, my first ever producer session, and, the, and it's in Red, CBS Redford Studios over here in the Valley. It's in a tiny room. And in, in, in a bungalow, and the place is packed. There's all these producers and directors and, and casting, and it's packed. Like, it's, it's a tiny room packed, and they're sitting literally on, the, like, the arms of the couch. So they're in the couch. They're sitting on the arms. They're sitting on chairs, whatever. So here I am. It's my turn. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. And I go, coming on the floor, 10 hut. And I go, ah, fuck. <laughs> I, hit, I mean, I hit myself in the eye so hard, like, in the eyeball, not the eye. Like, oh, it was bad. God. And oh. so, like, I do, I finished the audition like this, covering my eye, and it, it's silent for about 
you know, it felt like an eternity. And then slowly I hear the laughter and then it starts to grow. And then one of the dudes fell off the end of the couch. They were laughing so hard. And I'm like, well, I either got this job or I'm never going to work again. Okay. And, uh, a couple of days later, I got to call. That got me in the union and that, that, and that did 13 episodes of that show after that. So. So with the Marine, it's funny because, um, so I had just started with WWE at that time and John, that was John, really? Cena, that was John Cena's first movie. Yeah. And they screened it for us and they were like, all right guys, what did you think? And you know, we're all like, um, <laughs> I, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. I interviewed John recently and, uh, cause I knew him from WWE. I used to see him every week. Um, cause I was sure. on the road with them and he's a super nice guy. And, you know, I asked him about that. I was like, look, I, I don't think you were bad in the movie, but I thought the movie was bad. And he was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I took it oh, hard. Yeah. And he said he took I it I don't hard. know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I thought it was an entertaining movie. I've actually watched it a couple of oh, times. Don't, don't ever don't, take Don's, uh, don't ever take Don's recommendation. No, 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 no. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was entertaining. Like John and I had this great chemistry that, you know, because literally I was on the first day of the movie and the last day of the movie. I kind of agree with you, Zach. It definitely, uh, it was it was one of those that, you know, they, they, they didn't spend a ton of time thinking about script and, and stuff. They just wanted to make, you know, stuff blow up. And that's okay, too. When you get, uh, when you get like this re a reoccurring role or you get on a series like Gotham that runs from 2014 to 2018, uh, is that like, just like home run? Are you like, yeah, because it's, I mean, that seems like to me, if I were an yeah. actor, I would just be like, all right, I hope this yeah. runs forever. Mm -hmm. That's a great, that's a very, very astute point, man, because that's exactly what it is. And, and it's funny because it used to be when I, it was kind of just ending as I started my career, but it was like TV and film were so separate. Like if you were a film actor, you'd never do TV. Well, clearly that's, I, yeah. you know, the paradigm has shifted completely and it's all kind of the same. Now, especially now you've got movies that are being released on, because you can't go to the theaters. So, when, right. you know, it's the whole thing is absolutely different than it was. But the thing that I love about a series is that you do, it's exactly what you said. It, you get a chance to sit with the character. You get that. You have a job, you know exactly what right. you're doing for the next, you know, but look you, you, from year to year, you never assume a show's going to go forever. Even with <laughs> Gotham, you know, I thought it would go for a while, but you never know. And, and, and sure, sure enough, you know, yeah, I got killed off at the end of season four and, that was that, but uh, that was that was emotional for you, though, right? I mean, that was like, yeah. I mean, you you got you got caught. I mean, I, I met a couple of those cast mess members, and everyone everyone seemed like somewhat of a family. And it, yeah, it, that I was really thought of it that way. That's exactly right, Don. It was it was for whatever reason without just group of people, we just loved each other. We got along really well, which makes it so much sweeter. Because Zach, you're right. You get that job, and you're like awesome, and then it goes, and you're awesome, and then it's successful, and it's awesome. Like it is, it keeps going, and then like the cream, the, the icing on top of the cake is that you all get along, and it's fun, and there aren't a bunch of dicks, you know, yeah. because that's not always the case. How is it that you're able to kind of keep? finding these roles? I mean, is it just you audition like constantly or now are people like coming after you because you've, you've been in the game so long and you've got to know so many people? It's a little bit of both. Um, it's, it's always a hustle. Dustin Hoffman said it once and I, and I thought if he said it, then it must be true. He's like, the best part about being an actor is that you're always running scared. And the worst part about being an actor is that you're always running scared. <laughs> and it's true because, you know, Gotham was awesome and then Gotham was over. And right. then I did like five shows, different shows as guest stars and movies. I did a Lifetime movie that was crazy. I did a movie about Ted Kaczynski. I did a, a pilot that didn't go. To get a job at all, <laughs> you know, is, is a blessing. And so 
you know, it's, it's a constant grind for, for most actors, you know, you know, once you get to, you know, Ryan Reynolds status, you know, he's, yeah, but it's interesting that you say that the second you thought that I, you know, I thought of Ryan, I mean, you know how close I am with Ryan and no, I I saw him today. We were, we were, we were doing this and, but he's, you know, he, he's got a level of, I think the reason why I, I like him so much is because he's got this level of humility and, you know, Ryan has never taken his career for granted. I mean, he's always someone that's like, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, things are good now, but they probably won't be in six months or a year. Who knows? Like, and he just, and I, I've always respected that of him. And when you said that, I started thinking about my roster. And I don't think I have anyone who's ever sat there. Every single one of them, I think, has in the back of their head that, that I don't want to say it's a fear, but that thought process, like, I got to strike when the iron's hot. Who knows? You know, who, who knows how long things are going to go for? And it just shows that your industry does that to you, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And it's, it's, you know, there's, there's a certain, it, it keeps you, it keeps you running uh, as, as that old, uh, was that Doobie Brothers song? Uh, yeah. Because you, 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 you can't afford to, to kind of rest. That, that's one of the interesting things about this crazy situation that we're in now is <clears> that <throat> it's the, it's one of the only time. it's the only time I can, I know of in my career for of 20 years, 22 years that, that, production is shut down everywhere and you know and i was i was on this great show that's going to come out this summer called coyote uh with michael chiklis about uh, the border and it's it's really it's gonna it's like breaking bad meets narcos it's gonna be awesome that we got oh. six episodes of that in and then it shut down where's it gonna, uh, where's it gonna what's it gonna be on it's on paramount network paramount okay yeah i got that yeah so check that out whenever i th- hopefully it'll still drop this summer but uh but you know but this is the only time I can think of in my career where I actually can relax a little bit because there's nothing like there, I'm not missing on, out on anything, but it's the only time I can think of where my brain has actually literally just been at rest because it's on pause. Everything's on pause. I also had another question just about like, um, sometimes, you know, actors, actors got to act. That's the job, right? So sometimes yeah. if, even if it's like not the most compelling script that you got or, the, or, or opportunity, sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and take it, right? Because you still got to act. You still got to put food on the table. Look, every art, because ultimately you're an artist and you get to choose how your, you, you know, your, you can, you, your career in that art works. So there's certain, there's been certain times where I, even though we needed the money, it was something I just couldn't do. Um, it was just, you know, for, and I won't bore you with the details of that. You know, sometimes you have to make those decisions, but sure. a lot of the time, yeah, you do a job because you got to do a job. I think everybody assumes you're either a waiter or you're a movie star. And there's a whole bunch of us that are right in the middle of that, that, you know, spectrum. Yeah. I mean, but it's clear that you, you've hustled and you've made, and you, and you made it work and you've got, I mean, look, you're, is that Ray? Some of the ones we didn't mention, by the way, Ray Donovan, uh, the Office, yeah. the Mentalist. I mean, uh, it, there's a lot of of just uh, you've shown up on a lot of places. I mean, that's that is a those are all really like. And, and I was actually not to not to jump in quick, but you know, I, I trained Liev Schreiber also, and I think they just drew. Um, they just called you back on Ray Donovan recently. Yeah, at the end of last season, I came yeah. back. And, sure. and I, was, I was season one and season seven. Yeah, but I was laughing because I was talking to Liev about it. And Liev, Liev's a very, like, straight, in-your-face, very, very honest person. And um, I was like, Drew's coming back on? And he looks at me and he goes, that boy can act. He's like, that nice. boy's, you know, he was like, he, was, he had, like, a lot of respect for, for Drew on that. And it's funny because that's another thing you start noticing in the industry is that, like, they're, they're actors – and then they're actors. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's interesting to hear amongst the colleagues who, you know, everyone respects as actors. You know, when you get that kind of respect from your peers, it's like, because you're right, Zach, I have been hustling. It's, it's part of the deal. And I feel very lucky 
that, uh, look, it, it's a calling. I tell people like, this wasn't a choice. You know, this chose me. So that helps because for me, there wasn't another option. It was, this is what I had to do. So you're on Cameo now. So Cameo is, is a service where uh, people can hire you to do messages for people, right? Did anybody ever ask you to do like, what, is there like a weird message or re- weird request that somebody gave you? There was one recently where it was like, um, I want to do something for my friend and she'd really like it if you wore a bandana. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> In your banana hammocks, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I know, I know it's a request now, Drew. <laughs> well, I'll do that one for you for free, Don. I love you, brother, man. I love you, man. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, so listen, good. Now, I'm really, uh, Don has spoken really highly of you, and I'm really glad to oh. to meet you. And, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to do this. Uh, this was this is a lot of fun. Well, when we're oh, all great. done, when we're all done, uh, Drew, uh, Zach, you're going to come in. Me, you, uh, me, you and Drew, we'll, we'll get a workout together and kind of catch up. I need, I need you guys to meet in person, man. You guys I'd love to. That would be really Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Yeah, no, this just flew by. That's always a good sign when the time flies by. And here I was in the fort. I'm going to get kicked out of the fort here in a minute. In your fort. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got baby Yoda in here. His we son's got... fort. <laughs> My son, Seriously, you're you're go to his, go to his social deal. media. His social media is what, what is it, Drew Powell? Uh, Real Drew Powell on Instagram and uh, the Drew Powell on Twitter. This was fun. Guys, thank you. Great to meet you, Zach. Thanks, Don. You're the best, brother. It was great hanging out. I love you, Drew. Let's do it again. I mean, we got time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Exactly. At, at Don Saladino, don't uh, go see him on uh, Instagram. He's all all over the place, training, do, giving workouts, and he's also on the Muscle and Fitness Instagram, uh, which has been awesome. So thank you for that, Don. At Ziraz, he's a cat lover, and please go check it out. He posts great pictures. He's a beautiful wife and his beautiful daughter, and uh, this is all great. Guys, I've had a great time today. Thank you so much. Me too.